This is Indirect Kick. to talk about um unfortunately our man madrid is not here after his epic return he had he returned back to the desert but we do have another return it's the west ender greg uh the uh russian billionaire funding this podcast uh, <laughs> the joe strummer of this podcast you know it, i mean he, he has it up for sale <laughs> i forget that i forget the it was like six billion dollars something like that yeah I'm, does he really yeah, yeah yeah no i mean he's not literally like I don't know. He's like for sale. But he's like, yeah, I sell it. I value it at this much. Oh, so, so, I, I don't know if he's got. So yet. the one person who has the money buys it, <laughs> puts <laughs> up the money, he'll sell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and then I got with me um, the premierless wonder, Rain Rooney's hairline, the Champions Leagueless wonder, Brian. <laughs> hey. What's going on? Yeah, premierless wonder, soon to be Jose Mourinho as well. Oh, club. we're gonna <laughs> get into that. But first, we're gonna do some quick kicks. Um, not much happened uh, outside of the games that played, but uh, Christian Pulisic is hurt. Uh, he pulled his calf, uh, which you need to play soccer, I believe. Not necessarily an expert, but... Um, so he might miss the friendlies in October, later this month. We're playing Peru and... Colombia. Colombia. Um, and they announced, like, the Golden Boy um, has if uh, Mbappe is not going to win the award. Uh, right. They announced like the forty. Pulisic was on it. I think Tim Way was on it too. That's the kind of of, of note. And um, the Ballon d'Or is going to give out a women's award and a young player award. Probably should have done that a while ago, considering that FIFA has been doing it for like fifteen years. All right, we can get into it. Oh, okay. so oh, go ahead. I got one quick note. Um, I just saw yesterday the FIFA Women's World Cup final next year in France. The mm-hmm. game is being played July seventh. That's also the same day as the final for the Copa America uh-huh. and the CONCACAF Gold Cup. It's kind of shitty that they're scheduling the FIFA Women's World Cup final on the same day as the two continental tournaments for the men. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought I'd mention that. Kind of shitty. FIFA should do better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess you could also look at it like it's soccer all day. You watch the Women's World Cup final, um, then you watch the Copa America. But, I mean... Yeah, they should have their own day. That's I I, I agree with you, but I'm trying to look at it, trying to put one positive spin on it. Okay, Greg, any notes you want to say? Um, regarding the World Cup? Oh no, just anything. Just anything. anything soccer related? Oh, anything like random soccer related? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We we had some really interesting Champions League results. I don't know. If we're well, gonna we're gonna talk about that. that. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, are we um are we gonna talk about Chelsea Liverpool? Do you want to just like yeah? Obviously, we're gonna talk about okay. that too. Well then. All right. <laughs> so you don't have anything to say? No, no. Okay. All right. Um, but first, we're gonna stick stateside. We're gonna talk about our local our local club, DC United. Really good week for DC United coming off the draw that felt like a loss in the New Jersey Red Bulls. Um, they took a week off. Um, they didn't play last week, and then they played Montreal at home. Uh, the, the team that is right ahead of them in the playoff spot, they were five points ahead, and boy, it was it was it was it was magical. Five nothing. Uh, DC United beat um, Montreal. The Montreal Impact and. Rooney had a great goal, and he also had a very MLSy goal. Yeah. Um, 
think Lucio Acosta had two assists and a goal. So Lucio Acosta had three assists, a goal. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul Ariels chipped in with two more goals. And I think he got an assist as well. Wayne Rooney, two goals. So pretty good, pretty good day for DC United, I would say. Yeah, um, pretty good day. Um, interesting enough, uh, Montreal had 25 shots. Which oh really? Makes kind of makes sense considering they were like down pretty early. How, how many did DC have? Um, like fourteen. They only had like six goals, six shots on target, and five goals. So they made them count. <laughs> I don't know the exact number for what DC. Had. It was like significant. It was like ten less, something like that. But um, yeah, we're looking good. I was like, don't want to jinx it, but it was looking looking like, pretty good. good. Yeah. 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 Um, right. And. Uh, looks like uh, the only teams that have qualified are the New Jersey Red Bulls, um, Atlanta United, and um, New York City FC and the West uh, FC Dallas. Um, Atlanta and the Red Bulls are battling for the Supporters Shield, which is the best record in MLS of the regular season. Um, so yeah, and it's, everything else is open, so who knows where we even finished the seeding-wise. I don't know exactly where everybody's points are right now, but... Who knows where we'll finish because everything else is open uh, in the East. There's only three teams who have qualified. I know. Um, well, I mean, obviously, DC United, they got five games left. Mm-hmm. They play Chicago twice. They play Dallas, Toronto, and NYC FC. I think if DC United sneaks in, I don't know if sneaks in is the wrong term anyway, but if they when they make the playoffs, hopefully. Um, I think the team they're going to most likely play is NYC FC, mm-hmm. um, who has switched coaches midway through the season. Is like playing the worst they've played all season right now. Yeah, so, feeling pretty good right now to be honest. Um, they play Chicago next weekend, which I mean Chicago, Chicago sucks, and they're like the only team that's eliminated. Yeah, like Chicago, eliminated the they are not good at all. Um, unfortunately, they played. We play them twice. We close out the season away in Chicago. Okay, it's the last game. So we do have one. We have like one more, one more away game. game. So everything else is at home. Uh, All right. Uh, but does Montreal have a tough schedule? Um, you know, that's what I'm hoping. I'm not sure. Actually, check. They have two less games mm-hmm. than we have to play. Um, oh, that that's really good. Actually, yeah, yeah. We right. so they we, they've played 31, and we've played 29. So we're two DC United's two points back. So if they win out, uh, they have Columbus, Toronto, and New England. Okay, those are the remaining schedule. Columbus, Toronto, New England. I mean, and hopefully, I mean, even though Toronto isn't very good this year, hopefully that it's a rivalry game. So hopefully that maybe they'll step up for that game. Yeah. I mean, well, hopefully it won't matter anyway. Well, yeah, right? that, too, <laughs> that too. Well, that's their second to last game is the Toronto game. Okay. Um, well, all right. Well, good luck, DC United. We're obviously biased here. Um, yep. But um, all right, let's get into let's get into Premier League. Um, do you want to talk about the disaster in Manchester, or do you want to talk about your team, Greg? I'll give you the floor here. Huh? Let's talk about my team. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, you, I know you're I know you're busy. You're in the booth working on that hot hot heat, working on your new album. So you weren't able to come to the last podcast. Oh yeah. I was gonna give you the floor before you guys tied with uh was it Brighton? Right. Okay. Uh yeah, Brighton. And uh, and it was gonna get let you talk your shit. But you're such a nice guy, you would have been like, Well we'll try and do it. 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> well, I was gonna yeah. give you the floor, but you're still looking good. You haven't lost yet, technically. No, yeah, um. no. Um, it it was uh, it was a really good game to watch. Uh, in general, um, I think uh, Chelsea stayed resolute. What they did was they invited some pressure, but they made sure to cut off the angles, just because it's very difficult to be able to um, stop the front three from making the breaks. But they just uh, they were uh, very resolute in cutting off the angles. Had a very good strategy defensively. Uh, Liverpool had many uh, still like amazing front three had many good chances um, you know uh, uh, Hazard uh, had a really good goal um, yeah and I was like uh, maybe we can close this out really good game uh, that yeah. being said <laughs> you know there was there was nothing Kepa could do for that Sturridge goal well, the fun. Sturridge goal was that's that might be the goal I don't know of the month of the that was it's the goal it's probably the goal of the season it, so far yeah, yeah, yeah for sure for yeah. sure goal of the season so uh, far uh, well, um, that was that was just class. Like I'm, it, I'm glad you brought that up because, well, unfortunately, we weren't able to go to the DC fan fest that NBC Sports did because I was dumb and I didn't read the fine print where it's like you have to get a ticket. And by the time I did, it was already sold out because they did it like a, like I I didn't thought they were just gonna do it outside like at a park, but we ended up watching the game together. We watched it at, we watched it at Greg's, um, and it was like what like the 85th minute when that goal happened, the Daniel Sturridge mm-hmm. goal, and. Mm-hmm. I'll, you were just, we were just like kind of talking about the game, and you were like, you know, a good result, you know, it wasn't, you know, we were playing defensively, and all of a sudden, yeah, oh bam. no, and I was like, just keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, <laughs> I was like, and you jinxed it, so yeah. it's it's your fault. Everyone blame. Greg. I mean, I totally jinxed it. However, Chelsea fans out there. However, you asked me earlier today, it's like, who's a player who would be who could have had a much like more successful career if they didn't get injured? I'm like Sturridge, and then it comes back to haunt me, and uh. Even though I still, I mean, it was a great goal. So I mean, it was honestly a really good game. Couldn't couldn't have asked for much more. Um, happy to see, uh, you know, happy to see them in, in good form. I guess you know one one complaint from some of the from some of the Chelsea teammates. I don't remember who said, but it's like we need more need more attacking presence for like William and Morata. You know, can't just be Hazard all the time. Uh, I don't know. Seems like it's been working out okay. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, it's been working out okay, but I it's been working out great because he's he's clearly the player of the year. If you yeah. made the award right now, right. but also he doesn't play as well with Morata. It's he should be playing with Giroud. I, 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 yeah. Well, well, he, he. I mean, he he was for a good portion of the game. Uh, no, I'm just saying in general. I, in I know general. you want more from Morata, but like. I don't know. I don't think that Morata should start. I think even though Giroud isn't necessarily scoring, I think yeah. as we saw and seen in the World Cup and see now his hold up play is so valuable. It's like one of it's like doing the little things is so valuable. Um, and I would love to have him back. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't well, wouldn't love to have him back. I don't think there's any room for him anymore. But <laughs> I do miss him. He he did he he always he was definitely a guy. He doesn't do it as much anymore. But he used to come off the bench and score. Very clutch goals for Arsenal. He would anytime mm-hmm. we was like, oh no, hello, okay, mm-hmm. we are done one. Oh, I have tied the game. He was like the ultimate super sub. He was great. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Chelsea looks good. So, how do you um, feel about your chances to win the Premier League? Huh? That's that's a little bit of a stretch. I feel I feel very confident about Champions League place. Um, winning, actually winning the league, um, might be a little difficult to be honest. Um, I see us like two or three, but um, you know, on it, honestly, though we have the talent, you know, I think once again, if if you know, 
the the system is going well. Everyone's happy. Uh, everyone's happy. Uh, uh, and uh, if they can just get uh, more attacking presence, um, and then I I don't know. I, I really granted that Sturge goal is great, but I couldn't really ask much more than uh, defense. It did really well. You know, Liverpool don't look as lethal as they did last year. I don't know. Um, no, no discro- No, no shade at Chelsea. You know, I, I love to put no, shade no, at Chelsea, no, but no, I didn't intend no, any. No, 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 no. But um, I, even in the, I mean, we're gonna talk about Champions League a little later. But even in like the Napoli game, it just doesn't feel like, you know, they were getting away with it a lot. I mean, they did lose in the um, the League Cup to Chelsea, but they were getting they're getting away with it. They're they're better defensively, but I think they don't have that. I don't know if it's necessarily that teams are ready for what they're gonna do, or it's just the fact that they're playing a little more defensively or I, I don't know but they're, it doesn't seem like they're, they're they're winning ugly and before they were winning they were just beating teams like 4 nothing when they were winning it's Mo Salah or, not playing as or, well or 4-3 where they didn't have a defense yeah, yeah well, and yeah you basically yeah. I think I mean I think it's the gist of it yeah I, I mean, pe- pe- people people are already trying to bury him already. I was it's just I don't, not, it's too far. It's not, we shouldn't bury people. I, you're probably right, but it's not bury. It's just we're always looking for this third player, this third yeah. player who's after Messi and Ronaldo. And Mo Salah was that guy, and he was in that top three last year. Um, right know, now, it's Eden Hazard. That's right, right. Who's we're always looking for that next? It's like. In basketball, how everybody was looking, who is the next? Who is the next uh, Michael Jordan? And it was Kobe. It was like T Mac. Now it's all every. They always slot that into that next guy after Ronaldo and Messi. Uh-huh. And Mo Salah got put in that, and that's a lot of pressure. And considering he's from a small country, well, I mean, he's just not a small country, but he's from like that's not necessarily the most successful football country. Yeah. And they put a lot of hope on him. He has a lot of pressure on him, not only club wise but country wise, and. You know, obviously Messi has a lot of pressure from playing for Argentina, and Ronaldo has a lot of pressure from playing for Portugal. Mm-hmm. But these, these, uh, well, at least for Argentina, like Argentina has been very successful on the global stage. Not so much recently, mm-hmm. but historically, Egypt really hasn't done that. I mean, they've been really good in Africa, but not necessarily in the world, on the world stage where most of us see it. So it's a little unfair. I, there's a video. Um, I'll post it on the Facebook. I know I didn't post the last thing I said I was going to post on the Facebook, but I'll post this one. Um, it's from Tifo Football that was basically about what happened with Mo Salah at the World Cup. And it's like all this crazy pressure and like politically and just the fact that yeah. he's like the guy in Egypt. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he's under um, really extra, extraordinary pressure, mm-hmm. even for like a superstar. He is just really put, um, you know, it, it's very difficult to maintain that kind of level under that kind of pressure. Um, for anybody, but him is especially, yeah, uh, especially <laughs> regarding the political kind of, uh, you know, pressures he was under. You know, just, you know, you don't have, you're not, you can't, you either got to be great or you got to be terrible. You can't. There's no in between. <laughs> even if you have an okay season, you're like an okay season in like the most one of the most competitive leagues in the world. Right. You know, it's like, like, like when when do you start appreciating like how good a player is? Like, is it that important that they like have to be like one of the one of the top guys? Like, people are just so obsessed with that. Well, um, you ever seen High Fidelity, the movie High Fidelity? That's a classic, man. Okay, you, have you not seen it? Or are is you that not cool like just us? John Cusack? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in that movie, he always does everything in top five list. That's oh, basically yeah. like the, where we the culture we live in now, where everything is like, oh, this is the top five, this or the top five, this. so. You know, everything is put in these kind of simplistic lists. We're getting really too metaphorical and like esoteric and shit, so we can move on. But go ahead, Brian. I was just gonna say, 
if Mosala is going to play poorly, you want him to play poorly in like August and September. Yeah, I agree. not February, March, April, May. Um, when that's when the when you can clinch a title, you clinch a title, which Liverpool or, like we're talking knockout about knockout stages. Or, they're League. still tied for in points and for first place. Right. So no, I mean, they're not, not. They're not. They're doing still doing pretty still, good. And the Napoli team that beat them today. Um, that was like a last second goal they mm-hmm. lost to or last moment goal um, if you look at Napoli's team that's a good team mm-hmm. they're contenders for the Serie A title this year or hopefully challengers for the Serie A title this year anyway yeah I doubt so it. it's did not like what, yeah. did you see what Dybala did today or yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah Juventus looking pretty good yeah um, but yeah I think uh, Salah's probably gonna come good I'm not too worried just yet, maybe mm-hmm. in a month if things haven't gone better. Remember when we were writing off Harry Kane like two weeks ago, and he was right. like, "Oh, he's yeah, terrible yeah, now," and then he's like, "He's just sco- he's scoring at will." Well, this was he had never scored in the month of August, and then everyone was complaining that he didn't score for like two weeks. But he actually, this is the first year he scored in the month of August. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, um, so uh, uh, last night, sorry, I was oh, really yeah, happy. Like even after even after um the result, he was just like, "I smiled. This is a great game." Sucks that we lost a goal, but it was a great goal. Had a great time. You know, yeah. I don't know. Literally, two, two, and uh, you know, couldn't ask. It's still a good result. You know, Liverpool's a strong team. Two likable managers. But like, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, Klopp has like a fit dad swag. He looks like he's always <laughs> going out for a run to clear his head and stuff. Oh man, I sorry in his pajamas were like. Whatever they are, they're the best. I like. I genuinely just dig it. Like, good, good for you. All these people in their fancy suits. And yeah. You're like, What's up? <laughs> you know I'm what a mean? fan. I'm a fan. I think we maybe talked about this on the group chat. But if you guys were a, a, a manager, would you be a suit or would you be like track jacket? Oh, suit. What about you, Greg? Um, track jacket. There you yeah. go. We're gonna say. I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping around. I'm yelling at everybody. I want to be comfortable. I can't be in a tight suit. I hate wearing suits. So I need to be comfortable. I'm gonna be looking like Klopp. So, yeah. And uh, team yeah. suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess we we had a, we had an FA Cup tie earlier. I, we don't have to talk about it much. But uh, Eden Hazard, he's just he's on fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, we will talk about a little bit about the League Cup because we're going up to Manchester and it's. It is a dumpster fire up there. It has been a really terrible week if you're a Manchester United fan. Um, I'm loving it from the outside perspective as an Arsenal fan, but it's been really bad. Um, Manchester United is in 10th, 10th place in the Premier League. They crashed out of the League Cup in to Derby County, Frank Lampard. That's right. Greg. Oh, what's that? Sorry. <laughs> it's Frank Lampard, Derby County. Oh, yeah, super Frank. Yeah, he, he's the manager of Derby County now, for those who don't know. <laughs> um, they crashed out of the League Cup, um, and they just lost to yesterday. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Um, uh, on Tuesday, they lost to... Um, or sorry, they tied 0-0 with Valencia. So, um, I guess... Um, does Mourinho make it to Christmas? I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, I think he probably does, mm-hmm. only because I'm not sure who they would get replace him with. Uh-huh. And what? fun fact: this is the only time Mourinho's ever gone four games without a win. I learned that today. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, even so, I think they stick with them. If only because they don't know what else to do. They basically seem like a club who's without any kind of leadership. Even yeah. at the higher levels beyond just the manager. They've kind of felt like that since Sir Alex Ferguson left, to be honest. But that's a whole other issue. Um, the big issue, obviously, with Mourinho is his relationship with the players. I'd like if you look at their squad, they're good enough to do better than they are. And they've spent a crazy amount of money. And they spent a crazy amount of money on their roster. They should be playing better, and they have the talent to play better. And frankly, we've seen their players like two months ago, three months ago in the World Cup play right. better than they are currently right well, now. Well, looked like one of the best three best players in the world at the World Cup, and yeah. all of a sudden he. You can't get a, put a consistent performance together. I mean, they, I don't, I don't know. I don't really. Is I think, um, I think I was Al, actually Alex Ferguson. He quoted this right, right before he left, like 2010. Was like, you just can't treat players the way they used to. You can't like necessarily because they're making so much money mm. and all this stuff, and they have all this, all the endorsements and stuff. You can't necessarily just like grab them by the collar and just yell at them anymore. You got to kind of collar them. I don't think Mourinho is an old school guy. He's clearly an old school guy, and he's a kind of a tough guy. And he's a, obviously he wears his emotions on his sleeves. And I just don't think that he's a, he's. It's not that I don't think he can manage because I, I might say some things because I don't like Mourinho personally. Um, yeah, we're 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 enemies. Um, but um, <laughs> um, I don't I don't I think he's an asshole. So um, I I don't like him. But I I think it's not so much that. He isn't a good manager, or he can't be a good manager. I don't think he's willing to do the things to be a good manager in this. Especially, maybe if he once he gets fired, maybe he'll like take some time to think about it. But right now, it doesn't seem like he wants to adapt because he did that um, against Watford, and they look great against Watford. And then they go back to the same kind of tactics that they do before. And you're not putting Paul Pogba in the positions that you should put him in. You're trying to make him be something he's not. And it's just like you have to adapt with your players. And like you know, adjust to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say Alexis Sanchez. And whatever mean sleeper agent Alexis Sanchez, yeah, doing a great job. Whatever, whatever they're paying him, it's too much. He is not worth it. No. Um, well, he's not even. He's not even worth what he was getting paid at Arsenal. The way he's playing now, like he's. He was went from like one of like the top three best players in the Premier League to like, oh there he is. Like I don't even. I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't. I. Uh, I, don't. It, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, this is this is number two team last year, and now, you know, I are we talking about are we are we staying at um the uh are we talking about Champions League too? Oh, you can throw it in there. Just the yeah, it's general. not even something to talk about. I just saw like a little bit of, the, of Valencia Man U. Game. Yeah, it was like wow. There's just no. It was it was in Old Trafford. There was no energy. Like the crowd wasn't really that into it. Yeah, you know? and is you know just kind of lackluster. Like you know they're, they're still doing stuff. It's easy to be like really critical and stuff. I get it, but you know they had a I, central midfield of. Nemanja Matic, Marilyn Fellaini, and Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. Who's the like attacking player there? Is it Pogba? It should be Pogba. But like, <laughs> I'm not sure that's his best role. And it seems like a, 
Manchester United, a lot of Manchester United strategy is dependent on Merwin Fellaini to be like their attacking impetus. That seems, I, I don't understand uh, why he's even still there. That I, seems strange <laughs> to me, considering the talent they have mm-hmm. and the club they are, that they are in this situation. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Manchester United needs to like, they just feel like a bloated, mm-hmm. older team that just needs like. A refresh, right? And I think they need probably an, uh, a new manager. I think bringing in Mourinho to a changing game, and I think like you know they need to get a coach. They don't need a manager. I mean, it's the same thing with Arsenal. Arsenal needed a coach. We don't need somebody. We just need somebody to tell the players where to be. You don't need any of this stuff. Who's wording everything? That that era of coaching is over, and I think they need to realize that. And I think Mourinho could still end up being a good manager. I mean, obviously he's a great manager, but not right respect, now. He respect. Does, not right now. It doesn't feel like that right now, to be honest. No. Um, maybe I, I, I just think the it's like I just think the situation has got so toxic that I think they need him to they need to get rid of him and he needs to leave and go to a different situation. I think he just needs to change the scenery and he'll go back to being the Mourinho that we know. And they need a, a fresh approach and a younger, not necessarily younger in age, but like someone with like newer ideas and I think Manchester United will be fine but I think it's just the relationship is soured it doesn't seem like the players want to play for him and once you lose the players it's pretty much Test, it's it. over yeah. so the, I mean I would say maybe see where you are after the group stage of the Champions League and right. if you get don't make it out of the Champions League and you're still like hovering in the, around the middle of the Premier League or worse he's yeah. gotta go yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it it is a club with a very high standard. They usually don't tolerate this kind of result. So, but you know, we'll see. Um, you know, uh, he you know he started off. What, what was his first year? What they like? Did they end at sixth or fifth? Honestly, yeah, they, they finished. No, they finished. Yeah, they finished sixth and then won the uh, Europa, Europa League. League. Yes, yeah, so, so they and got in the second year they finished second, second. And, and almost well not almost but they made it the World the FA Cup final mm-hmm. with. Chelsea won. Right. Um, and then this year, they're bad. Third season Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, always a train wreck. <laughs> and we saw all saw it coming a mile. Everyone. Yeah. And it's like, it started as a meme, and then the meme became real. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's weird. I mean, I guess, you know, like, you see it, like, people developing this relationship with their players, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I know, I, you know, he, he, he has every right to be, like, very confident, but I mean, like... I'm not saying for the rest of the players, but it was, like, very noticeable. Like, you know, he would, like, trash Pogba, like, consistently. He, like, he kind of, like, took it back finally, like, after, like, a good result. But, you know, I just don't know. I don't know what's going on in his head, you know. Maybe. I, I don't, you know, yeah, okay, it's a job. He likes it. But, like, I don't even know if he's, like, if he ever, like, really was that happy there, you know. Maybe he was. I mean, I think it's a lot of, it probably has to do with, like, the power structure there. And I don't think maybe with more control than he has or doesn't it, feel like he's being supported. It, it he always, always complains about that he has they don't spend enough money, which is ridiculous, but spend yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always seemed like a weird fit to me. It's like hard to articulate. Just some somehow it's like, hey, good for you, you know? It's like, well I know you don't like him, you're like whatever. But well, I just don't think they play Manchester United football, the one that the like Fergie football, which right. is what you're used to. It's like if right. um it's like well, the Steelers do have a bad defense. Just a brilliant, like it's like the Steelers are known for playing defense. They're even having defensive teams, and you know, Manchester United are not known for just like sitting back and not doing anything for ninety minutes. It just, I just, 
don't think it's a fit for the culture there. Um, I mean, it, it hasn't been to- a total disaster till now. But yeah, I didn't really get it either. I didn't really get why they they brought him in. And and look at them now. I mean, they really haven't really won anything with him. Cause at least with like they got the Europa League. Yeah, they got Europa League, and they got which and they like, almost won an FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, um, it's a disaster. Um, I'm, I have my popcorn <laughs> ready. I'm very excited. Um, it will be entertaining. That's yes. true. It will. Be, no matter what happens, when it goes bad for Mourinho, it's very, it's, it's very entertaining. Probably that video that we posted on Instagram probably got the most likes of any of our videos on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll keep uh, keep you updated on that. But let's talk about our our, our uh, friend in the desert team, Atletico Madrid. Almost a great week for them. Pretty good week. Yeah, not, pretty not, good week. Not the best week though. It could be stress. <laughs> um, so. The week, so Barcelona loses two one to Leganes, um, like the worst team in the league. Yes, um, and Real Madrid loses three nothing to Sevilla. This is in the midweek. More predictable. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sevilla is, a, is usually a pretty good team, um, and then you know, Eleni, uh, earlier they took care of business. They beat uh, Wesca. They beat them three uh, nothing. So it's all set up. For the Saturday, uh, big matchup for uh, Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. Um, two points behind Real Madrid and Barcelona. That's where uh, Atletico Madrid are. And they didn't lose, but they didn't win. It was a 0-0 draw. Um, not, not much to say about the game. It kind of was like a back and forth, but really nobody scored. And then I think towards the end of the game, I think they just kind of played for a tie. Um, it definitely felt like a game where both teams were like, we don't want to lose this game. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, but you know, like, um, Aleko comes comes back in the Champions League and wins 3-1. Uh, Griezmann had two goals and assist. Um, was the best player on the pitch uh, tonight. Uh, or, I guess, today, technically. Here, today. But tonight <laughs> in Europe. Um, but, yeah, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on the Liga situation um, well, you're not a big Barca fan. You don't. You're not big on Barca. This is. We got a. We got a buddy Matt. He's a big Barca guy. You're not a Barca guy. He has problems with you. Oh, <laughs> I was really? gonna throw it out there. I'm putting you on blast. What's your problem no. with Barcelona, I buddy? Uh, I don't have a problem per se. I'm just not sure I'm a huge fan. To be honest. Although they are good. They had a really good, impressive game today against Tottenham. They did. They yeah. did not. That's that goal get um was it Ivan Rakitic that that goal from just outside the box mm-hmm. I want to say it was yeah a volley it was yeah they had a good game Lionel Messi is really good obviously Barcelona good yeah um they had a pretty well other than losing I guess but yeah <laughs> anyways for uh, La Liga I gotta say I still think Barcelona is the fave for it. Atletico Madrid, I know JD was worried mm-hmm. that they were going to fall out. Yeah, and like but, after two weeks. <laughs> but here we are, 10 days later, things looking all right. Yeah. Playing pretty well. Better, they, than, better than Real Madrid, they who did, were yeah. not playing well. Or, surprisingly, trading or giving up your uh, greatest scorer ever in Cristiano Ronaldo means you're scoring fewer goals now. Mm-hmm. What a surprise that 
Bale and Benzema aren't exactly picking up the slack. Or Mariano Diaz is yeah. not, not scoring as many goals as Cristiano Ronaldo was. Um, can we take a moment to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo for a second? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, right, we can't not mention yeah, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo has was accused of rape by an American woman that mm. um, just came out recently, I guess. Um, this allegedly happened in 2009. Yeah, there was a, like, a report filed and, and like, a police the Las, yeah. yeah, the Las, Las Vegas, Vegas police, PD. Yeah. Uh, just today, he sent out in a tweet of, cat, you know, categorical denial of mm. everything, basically. Which isn't shocking. Which isn't shocking. I don't know anything about this particular situation, so I don't want to comment about this, yeah. but I just don't think we can mention Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo on this podcast and not bring it up just for a moment. So No, that's fair. Um, there, I'm just going to put that aside uh, I, I, until we know more. Yeah, I can't give a definitive answer. I don't not believe her. Um, just, you know, she did go to... Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if she went to the police then, but it's like, you know, that's what people say in any situation. Like, oh, why didn't you go to the police? She did go to the police... They worked out, according to her, they worked out a deal to keep her silent. And then I think because of all, um, you know, all this stuff with the Kavanaugh stuff and the Me Too stuff probably inspired her to come out about it. So, well, then police are investigating it. They reopened it. Um, so, and there are documents out. If you can read them for yourself, make your own conclusion. We obviously don't know what happened that night, but that doesn't look good for Ronaldo. I'll just say that. No, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, we are not legal experts in, in the slightest, but no, yeah. no, no. His team is looking okay, though. Yeah, they didn't really that. need him. Yeah, <laughs> they I'm not sure. Yeah, Juventus uh, is good. Yeah, uh, it's like Paulo Dybala had a tr- hat trick against um, who they play. Um... I'm not sure who <laughs> they played, but we're gonna stall for a moment yeah. as we look up who Juventus played. I know Paulo Dybala. Had a good game. Two goals, I believe. Today. Oh, Young Boys. The Young Boys of Bern. Has, uh, Just on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, the young, boy, young Boys of Bern. Uh, um, they got, he got a hat trick against them. We can move on to Champions League. I think we, we mentioned some Champions League. We talked about the yeah, we're kind of moving right into it. In yeah. Champions League. Not the smoothest transition. But um, uh, we don't have to break down every game, but what is like kind of leaps out to you? What's kind of the. J- I think JD was very happy with a particular result. That would be Cisco versus Real Madrid. Yes, that's right. Um, it, it's weird. I guess you know what they score. What was, was it? The second minute. Yeah, off a terrible Tony Cruz pass. Um, yes, yeah. And I mean, Veron didn't do a good job getting back, but also like he was like basically panicking. So I don't necessarily blame him on that. But it was just kind of uncharacteristic to see those two players just look like amateur. <laughs> It yeah, was it I, was ugly. Yeah, um, they found themselves in a pickle. <laughs> um, yes. All right. Can, all right. You, nobody's going to appreciate this pun unless I explain. Okay, it. please. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to move past the guy. The guy who scored its name is Plastic, like the pickles. That's Ooh. all I got. I know it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I thought of that when he scored, and I was like, I have to bring that up. <laughs> I'm glad you feel good. I'm glad you feel good. Um, but yeah, basically Real Madrid got down a hole, um, and they just couldn't get they out They couldn't of it. score. Yeah. But they, they did have opportunities. Oh, uh, yeah. Mariano, uh, he um, he almost he had a good header. He just didn't put it in the 
in the middle. He kind of like hit it to the side, to, to like the left. So they had opportunities to come back, but I don't think like um, I forget what podcast it was who said it, but they brought up the point of like Real Madrid finished second in their group last time and they won the whole thing. So they, yeah, they finished <laughs> so, second in the group the year before I'm, that I am, and won the whole thing. I am so. sure they will get out of the group. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not worry that about worried that. Yeah. about Real Madrid. They're not first. in the most difficult group anyway. No, yeah, not at all. Um, yeah, my my headline would be uh, Tottenham is in trouble. Yes, that's. Um, I think me. I know you weren't here when we were talking about the Champions League like uh, group stage. Me and Brian both picked them to get out of the group, and I said basically Tottenham is Arsenal all white. They are will get out of the group and then lose <laughs> the round of sixteen. Doesn't look like they're going to get out of the group. Um, they're in a hole, especially because um, a uh, Inter came back in their game against. That was the killer. Yeah, that's the killer. Yeah, yeah, the inner one that came against yeah. uh, PSV. Yeah, PSV. That's right. Thank you. Um, Which means they're in a pretty large hole now. Right, and to be fair to Tottenham, they were come. They did come in very hurt. Um, uh, True. Uh, Deli Ali wasn't there. Um, I think uh, Erickson didn't play. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was rough, and you had to play Barcelona. I mean, there's still there's still four games left, but. It, yeah, you put it in a tough hole. I think that we kind of gave the caveat was like, yeah, we'll pick Tottenham to get out of the group, but wouldn't be surprised if Inter does. They're a good team. They need Barca and Inter to draw to- twice in a row, yeah. and then they need to thump PSV twice. Right. <laughs> I mean, which is possible. Well, at least the thumping of PSV is possible. Yeah, that that's the easy part, theoretically. <laughs> but yeah, Tottenham, not looking so great. Yeah. And honestly... Here's my. How about here, here's a hot take for you, I guess. I love hot takes. Uh, it might actually be better for Tottenham in the long run this season in the Premier League to just like bomb out in the Champions League because I think they are good enough to contend for the title if everybody's healthy. Like I think their starting eleven is almost pretty much as good as basically anybody else's. I don't totally disagree with that because look at um look at Burnley who had to do their qualifying for the Europa League. Yeah. They've started the season pretty terribly. Um you know, they weren't ever going to win the Champions League. Sorry. Sorry to Juan Pablo, Juan Diego's brother. Um but uh yeah, okay. So, I'll this is a wrap it up. Uh I'm going to uh we got to mention Neymar Hattrick. Uh he looks, he looks great against inferior competition. I was going to say, does that actually count? I feel like you have to score four for it to be a hat trick. Uh, he played uh, uh, Red Star Belgrade. Um, and we also can't not mention uh, Weston McKinney. Oh, yeah. His first goal of Schalke is a game winner uh, in the Champions League. Uh, I didn't even know he hadn't scored. I thought he like, scored one or two goals. But he, his first goal is a winner in like the 88th minute. The great header. Beautiful. Go and watch that game. Wave an American flag while you watch it. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't cheer on Pulisic today because, as we mentioned, his cap. But, but yeah, um, good job, America. <laughs> it's a second game winner by an American. Oh, that's in the right. Champions and it's a, and at least this one was this actually year. actually good goal because the first one was like just bounced yeah. off Pulisic's <laughs> knee. But you know, Pulisic made up for it because like the the next game he scored, he scored like a really good game and got a goal and got like an assist and like so he's. They're looking good. The German, the American Germans are looking real good right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wraps it up. I don't know if you have any other Champions League thoughts. Champions League thoughts? Nope. All right, Greg. 
Um, no, I guess um, interesting results. I guess uh, you know Napoli went up. I guess there is uh, Ajax versus Bayern one one. I don't. Know. I know that there's other. I mean, off the top of my head, I think I think that wraps it up. Yeah. All right. Well. It's a fun week. I, the Champions League wasn't fun as the la- the first match day, but it's still pretty good. It was it was good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. It's still like the best. The Barca Tottenham game was fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, how about Harry Kane? Let's give him a shout out to Harry yeah, Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane. He yeah. put um, who was the defender? He like put him basically on skates. He like was like on a slip and slide. It was yeah. It was a really good goal, but um, but yeah. Um, oh, and Lama's goal was really good too. Um, yeah, Champions League is good. You. Watch the Champions League. Uh, BR Live. We don't know. We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the one thing I would say about the Champions League on, what is it, Bleacher Report or mm-hmm. whatever that is, is I'm not sure I like Steve Nash as a commentator. Uh, Seems weird. Seems I don't weird. think he's any worse than anybody else on there. I've only watched the coverage. I've only watched the coverage, like a little bit of the coverage. I haven't really, yeah, all I'm saying seems weird. Seems like you've got plenty of guys who are like yeah. former soccer players right. and or coaches that maybe you could have found one of those guys yeah. as opposed to... I, yeah, I mean, he is a name. He's a name. Yeah. Anyway, that's my little yeah. my little rant about Steve Nash. I mean, great, one of my favorite basketball players, though. Love, I love them in 2000 Suns, so don't, don't hate us, Steve Nash. Your commentary might not be as good as your basketball. Um, all right, that wraps it up. Um, Greg, I know you're working on some Muzak. Uh, I am. Uh, it's it's take, uh, taking a small hiatus, but I'm going to get right back on the wagon soon and uh, hopefully uh, you know, uh, start recording in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Um, Brian, you don't. You don't I you, got nothing to report. You just watch a bunch of soccer. Watch a lot of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us at everything is at indirect pod. Um, you can subscribe and like on all the major podcast things. And um, all right, see you next time. Um, let's hope that um, Manchester United gets relegated. All right, <laughs> bye. <laughs>